Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Thursday edition of Sports Scene. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports as Ailey is our producer today. Well... Three weeks from today, Gator football begins its regular season at Utah. Gators will scrimmage uh, today. As a matter of fact, uh, in just a little while, they are scheduled to do so. Uh, and a guy who knows a thing or two about uh, the Gators scrimmaging because he was the coach here. He's now working and doing a great job at ESPN. Coach Dan Mullen now joins us. Dan, it's always a pleasure. Welcome. Um, let me first ask about all that's gone on here with all this conference realignment and all of that, you know, you've been around the college game for a long time. What are your thoughts about all this stuff that's happening here all of a sudden? Dan, you there? Yeah. Okay. I got you now. Yep. I got you. Well, the, uh, the universities, uh, and when you look at the universities, and I, it's not just athletics. You're talking presidents of the universities, everybody on now. Um, they're looking at the opportunity and the, the budget and the, the amount of money that athletic departments bring in at the, the major schools. You know, that, that football uh, at, at the University of Florida, for example, can bring in enough money that it not only funds every other athletic team at the school, it also um, – send funds to the university and so there there's a lot of money that gets involved in these situations and there's stability and so what's going on is there's two conferences right now with the the big 10 and the sec that have kind of really reset a market uh, of bringing income in for the universities and schools are excited to get a part of that and want that stability and unfortunately um it's changed, and college football goes through changes all the time. But unfortunately, it's changed probably in ways that a lot of the traditionalists don't like. But, you know, if you go back, the SEC was a smaller conference, and then the Southwest Conference broke up, and there was all that tradition in the Southwest Conference and the Big Eight, and they kind of split up and combined. And there's lots of different things in history that have gone on. And in today's world, it is kind of this super conference is creating the value of uh, for these different schools. And there's schools that are out there that have a tremendous amount of value that uh, universities are trying to get to join their conference. So it increases the value, increases the money that can be brought in, and uh, which will, you know, uh, obviously increase the, uh, the, the, the income to the university. You know, Dan, I know uh, it looks like the Pac-12 is not going to be in existence anymore, but I know – uh, you're very high on that league. There's a lot of good teams out in the Pac-12 this year. Oh, this is I'll tell you what, this year, to me, the Pac-12 is going to be, I think, the most exciting conference uh, in all of college football. And I think there, there's legitimately five uh, top 25 teams right now in the conference. When you have USC, uh, Utah, Oregon, Washington, uh, and Oregon State. And that's not including UCLA, with Chip Kelly was always an exciting team to watch. You know, and they're right on the edge. So uh, when you look at that with, the, with those top 25 teams that are out there, the great thing when you look at the Pac-12 schedule for this year, they all play each other. You know, and you don't see that. You know, and they, you're not seeing, in the SEC, you're not seeing the top teams play each other until you get to a championship game uh, right now. 
what you're seeing this year, and this is what's going to make the Pac-12 so exciting, is during the regular season, they're going to round robin of all the top teams, how the schedule played out, are playing each other. Uh, and I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. There's great offenses. There's great quarterback play, veteran players coming back, defending Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, and unfortunately for the Pac-12 in what appears to be the last um, year that the league possibly is going to be in existence is going to be one of the most exciting years in a long time for that league. Georgia goes for a three-peat, something that hasn't been done, Dan, since Minnesota did it in the pre, you know, like World War II. Uh, their yep. schedule looks pretty good but from a you know everybody's going to give you your best shot kind of deal what do you what do you see with Georgia what do you think their chances are of doing that well I think you know one of the things and in, 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 I'll this one of the uh, an important component of winning a championship is schedule and health and a lot of times those can go hand in hand and you know that you're playing the right schedule and you're able to keep guys healthy and guys stay healthy throughout the course of a year. Well, for the University of Georgia this year, they have one of the easier schedules in the country. Uh, you know, in, in how it, how the conference schedule shapes up, you know, they don't play either of the favorites from the, the West. Um, I don't know that the East is, is as strong as it's been the last couple of years. Uh, so I think the East, you know, and then non-conference, they don't have a very difficult schedule. And so what that's going to allow them to do is uh, potentially roll through the schedule and have a great opportunity to go into the SEC title game undefeated, which would give them an opportunity probably of making the playoffs win or lose. It also gives them the opportunity to rest guys at different times during the season and stay healthy. So I do think it sets up very well for them to certainly get into the playoff this year. Now, once you get into the playoff, obviously all that changes. The, the last four teams are going to be very good football teams. Uh, and so that's where the challenge is going to come. But it's, it, it looks like how it sets up a great, great opportunity for them to kind of get themselves into the playoffs um, unscathed and that, uh, then give them the opportunity to go, to go win another national title. Our guest, Dan Mullen, here on Sports Scene. Dan, of course, working for ESPN now, and he'll be calling some games this year uh, for ESPN as well. Looking forward to that. Dan, when you look at the, the national college football landscape outside of Georgia, a lot of people very high on Michigan, for example. What do you see as your top-tier teams nationally? Well, it's going to be interesting this year that, you know, I think Southern Cal has the opportunity to make a comeback. They have the defending Heisman, with, uh, Heisman Trophy winner with Caleb Williams. Uh, the hard part is the Southern Cal, the, the Pac-12, uh, USC's got to play everybody. And there's some really, really good teams coming out of that league. I think they could make an impact because they're going to have some athletes. They have a really good offensive line. Uh, they, they did a really good job in the transfer portal getting players in there. And then when you have a quarterback that can carry the team, when he needs to carry the team in big games is going to be huge. Uh, Texas is going to be interesting. Very similar situation. I think they have a very solid roster. Now they have a quarterback coming back. Again, they, health is going to come into it. Um, I think they're a team that could make some noise this year um, coming out of the Big 12. Obviously, Michigan has to be the favorite, but Ohio State is certainly going to have a lot of talent. They're going to have a new face quarterback, but they have a receiving core that's really special. They're going to have talent at every position. So Michigan and Ohio State uh, are huge. And then uh, I think, you know, 
it, it, you never write off uh, Alabama um, with, with Nick Saban. You know, I mean, you know they're going to have talented players. Uh, they have some questions at quarterback, new offensive coordinator this year, how they're going to tweak and change the offense. Um, they're always going to be in the hunt. And I think, you know, LSU is, is a team always that's, that is going to be talent-rich to go make a run at it, you know, and, and they have a quarterback that's a veteran quarterback. I think, you know, one of the things is getting through the regular season and putting yourself in that playoffs. But when you get into a one-game situation, when you look at some of these teams and the veteran quarterbacks coming back at USC, at LSU, at, at Michigan, um, at Texas, when you have those guys, you know, in, in a one-game scenario – those guys can make special things happen and win games, and that's what's going to be interesting. If those teams can get into a playoff, get into a one-game situation, and let a star player go change it, uh, go go take over a game for you, uh, I think they could be dangerous. Dan, given where recruiting is now, where the windows are with the transfer portal, all of that, I, I think from being a head coach is more difficult now than it's ever been. Roster management, having to protect your own roster, you know, against other teams poaching it. Is it harder? Was it harder for you to coach at the end than it was at the beginning of your career? Do you think there's any validity in that? Well, I think when you get to recruiting, I think at Florida, the one thing that helps, they finally have a football facility they can recruit to. You know, they're they're finally recruiting on, on even even footing with, with some other teams. Uh, I think that helps. I think uh, I don't. I wouldn't say it's, it's easier. I wouldn't say it's harder. I think coaches always just adapt to the situation. I think the trickier thing where they've gotten into, in, in a lot of ways, you could look that it's easier. You know, you look at what's going on with some of the coaches that are taking programs over right now. That uh, these these programs can come in and they're making cuts. You know, they're coming in and getting rid of guys on the roster. Now, sometimes that helps. Sometimes that hurts. Um, but they're able to turn over the roster a little bit faster, make the team theirs, and claim the team that's theirs immediately. Say, this is now my team. I, I went and hit the transfer portal hard. I, I turned over the complete roster. This is my team. So I, I think in a lot of ways that can help. I do think the trickier part, um, maybe the less rewarding part, is that development, that complete development of young people where you see this young man in high school and the you know you're you you kind of find him and and like maybe not like this this five star everybody loves him and everything going on but you see this young man he's going to be a great player you believe in him and then you see the success and the development he has uh throughout his career they get a degree they move on become successful in life I think there's so much more instant gratification in the world now that you don't see that. You see kids leaving, you see kids transferring, going to different schools. And I do think the roster management part is different maybe than it used to be. You know, you used to look and say, okay, hey, we have these, we have these great players um, coming up. You know, I mean, at Florida, you'd look and we had, you know, with, with an Anthony Richardson who right now I guess is, is going to make the start in the, yeah, in the saw preseason that. game, yep. which is going to be really exciting for him. I mean, he's a young kid we knew very early on, um, you know, and you're looking at him and, and you know, saying, hey, this guy's going to be a special. When he gets when he gets older, you know, when, when he matures, he grows up, he learns the position. When You know, I mean, when you get there, you're like, boy, this guy's going to be special for us. Um, 
you know, and then, you know, in today's world, sometimes those guys leave, you know, and transfer out. And, and so I think that part of your roster, you're looking down the road into the future. You're almost managing a little bit more from year to year in today's world than the long-term program building. Let me end, Dan. Uh, Netflix is doing that Swamp Kings special here. Uh, and, of course, you were a big part uh, of those championship teams. Um, what are your memories uh, of coaching those kids, that group, uh, you know, on the field, off the field? What are your memories of all of that? Well, it's so great. And, and really, it's it's almost two different groups, if you will. You know, and now they cross over and there were some things. You know, there was kind of the uh, – the 05, 06 teams where, you know, you had a foundation in 05 and 06. Uh, this great team came back and with a little bit of influx of some young talent um, coming in the, in the door. And, uh, you know, and then you had the, you know, the, the kind of the, the building year of 05 into a championship year in 06. And just so much fun. I think that first, um, that first championship year was, uh, you knew was was a little bit harder. I mean, you had a you had a, a we had a special a defense. I thought that was was fantastic. You dealt with injuries throughout the year. We had a tough schedule that we had to play. You know, some guys were growing into into different roles for us and, and learning everything. Um, and tweaks we made in growth as coaches in those years uh, led to a a pretty special year in '06 of. Uh, you know, all the way into kind of, you know, I remember, you know, not even knowing you had a chance to get to the national championship of till halftime of the SEC title game. Yeah. You know, you're kind of on the outside looking into halftime. Uh, you know, then you, then it kind of reset after that year. A lot of guys moved on. Uh, there was still so much talent. 07 was, was one of those tricky years where you had a lot of young talent that hadn't grown and matured and, uh, you were kind of looking for leadership out there and, and struggling through all of that. But I remember coming into the 08 year, uh, the discussion was on a championship. You know, that 08 team, uh, their mindset was, it was so different. Where 06 was about, we have a great football team. Um, I think 08 was about championship or bust. And, you know, and I think kind of once you got the taste of that championship, uh, in 06, and those a lot of those guys either were freshmen on that team uh, from 08 or were recruited into that situation. That became the new expectation uh, in, the, in the program, which was winning a national championship. And, the uh, you know, I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was each year was so independent and, and different from the year before. Um, but we had, a, we had a, a great time. There were so many great kids. Uh, in different er- in, in the two different parts of it, in different areas, I got to saw I was in an event with Brandon Seiler last week, and saw Chris Leak down there at the event. Some of the old players uh, from that 06 team were there, which was great. Obviously, I mean, I'm still really, really close with with Tim and and a lot of the guys from from the 08 team. You know that that you still talk to with uh, the foundation of those guys, and, and that group was special. So, um, you know, we it was. Uh, I'll tell you what, it was a great four years, and then you throw in the basketball championships into it as well. Yeah. I know it was, it was, it was, it was a, a great, a great four years in Gainesville. Well, Dan, I appreciate your time today. Uh, as the season goes along here, I'm sure we'll, we'll get you back as uh, we start seeing college football in action for this new season. Appreciate your time, Dan. Thank you. 
Absolutely look forward to it. I'm excited to get this season kicked off. It's Everybody can taste it. It's almost here in, uh, in, in college football. Uh, it's going to be, I think it's going to be such an exciting year this year. And one that all the, everyone makes sure that they enjoy this year in college football, because after this year, there's a new playoff, there's new alignment, there's things going, enjoy this year of college football. It's going to be a special year. Yeah. Great point. Appreciate you, Dan. Thank you. That is Dan Mullen joining us here live. He's right. When it comes to that, this is the last year of, I don't want to say old school, older school. You're going to see new school. After this, new conferences, new alignment, new playoff structure, all of that. So, yeah, enjoy what you have now. 1219 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Brooke tonight. In baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays and St. Louis Cardinals play again today. Each team claimed a win in the past two games, and tonight's ballgame will determine the overall winner of the three-game series. Make sure you tune in here tonight at 6 for coverage of the game. In NFL, the Buccaneers will play the Pittsburgh Steelers in their first preseason game of the 2023 season. With Baker Mayfield as the starting quarterback for the Bucs and NFL rookie Kenny Pickett starting for the Steelers. Make sure you tune in here tomorrow night at 6 for coverage of the game. The Gator women's soccer team will have their last exhibition match of the preseason this Saturday evening in Jacksonville versus North Florida. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Brooke tonight. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Road Haver Boys Ranch in Palatka is doing tremendous work. It specializes and helps at-risk young boys from difficult home environments turn their lives around. But they need your help. If you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, and I'm talking a motorcycle, an RV, a car, whatever it might be, give it, donate it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. It is a tax-deductible donation. Here's how they help these kids. They take these vehicles and have these kids fix them. They work on them. Fix them up, they resell them, they learn real-life skills by doing those things. So if you have a vehicle like this, please consider a donation to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. You can find out more simply by Googling Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. That is rbr.org. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for the needle in the haystack four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day ZipRecruiter the smartest way to hire and right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free that's right free just go to this exclusive web address ZipRecruiter.com slash free that's ZipRecruiter.com slash free ZipRecruiter.com slash free
What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Medicaid covered many Floridians during the public health emergency, but now for many, that coverage may end. If you are in jeopardy of losing your health coverage, don't worry. You may qualify for affordable health insurance through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. Navigators are ready to help you find the most affordable coverage option. This help is always free and confidential. Visit us at CoveringFlorida.org to learn more. That's CoveringFlorida.org. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Williams says you got to love Dan. Even two years later, he took a shot. Excuse why his recruiting wasn't very good as it relates to the comments on our facilities now. It really is a shame it didn't work out here because I believe he's a brilliant football mind, especially offensively. If only he could have gotten over his older player favoritism and blind loyalty to assistance, what might have been. We'll open the phone lines for a little bit here. Uh, we're going to get a guest at the bottom of the hour. But then after that, it is a free day today, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. John, hello. Yes, good afternoon, Steve. Um, Talking about Florida, Utah, I know close we get to the game, you and Shane and and the ball coach, you guys are going to probably dissect that before the game starts. And I know you're probably going to talk to one of their, uh, I guess, experts out in Utah, find out. But Things that I want to hear about. I mean, obviously, you you don't know, and I don't know, but close we get. But the, the the status and the health of their their starting quarterback, whether he's going to play or not. But last year, obviously, they don't have their star tight end. And one one thing that he did, the quarterback did, was he uh, he had, he was able to scramble and run for like. Don't you think that's going to hamper him a little bit coming off that ACL surgery? Um, possibly, yes. Yeah. You know, we again. You know, we we're gonna have Utah's play by play play by play voice on tomorrow, so okay. he, he well, may be able to, to you know shed some light on that. Um, if you heard Doctor Indelicato yesterday, you know Doctor Pete, who you know was the longtime Gator team physician, he talked about you know the ACL and the mental aspect of it, right? Because right. look, you get hurt, you know, are you are gonna are you gonna be as willing a runner? Are you gonna make the cuts that you made before? Uh, it, I think it's a lot easier now to recover from that than what it used to be, but I think that injury affects people differently. So, you know, I, I think we still have to – he's not been, as far as I know, cleared to play in the game, and that's why I'm hoping Bill tomorrow will be able to shed some light. I got you, man. Great show, as always, Steve. Talk to you later. Thank you, John. Uh, Porter, hello. 
Hey, Steve, uh, quick, I, I was on Fringe coverage, and uh, the Indelicato interview was cutting in and out. Did he uh, mention anything about technology? Do we know how to strengthen the ACL anymore? Because, you know, you can, we build muscle, we build this. Is there new technology, or, we, or is that still going to be weak link, and you basically can't do anything about it? Did he mention anything about that? I'm trying to remember. Um, he, he talked about how the technology is different, how the recovery is different. Um, but you mm-hmm. do do some things to strengthen it. Yes. Now, what that specifically is, way above my pay grade. You're right. Same, same here. I, you know, the only thing I was thinking about was the, the injury and the surgery that uh, the quarterback, Bryce Young, had at Alabama. They were talking about how it was almost like bionic. It, it made him better. And I just didn't – are, are we moving in that dire- direction? Do we have ways to, to strengthen, you know, the ligaments? Because, you know, as, as, again, from my limited pay grade, as it was explained to me, we do all this to strengthen and build muscle and, uh, and, and so forth, but you really you, – you can't do anything there. I mean, you stretch – you stretch so that you're less likely to tear, but you can only strengthen. So the more, the stronger you make the the ends, the more likely you are going to have problems on the things that connect them, basically. But I was just curious if, if uh, there's any movement away from that, because if not, then I think injuries would only get worse as <laughs> as guys get stronger and faster. But um, you know, that's again, that's yeah, my pay grade. Um, I was curious. Uh, uh I heard Dan, Mull- I mean not Dan, Mull- uh, Dan Patrick and the guys talking yesterday about the the the, the the Meyer, whatever it is, thirty for thirty, or the ESPN yeah, show coming right. up, and they were they were excited about it, and they they made a comment about uh, on one on you know it's interesting and intriguing, looking forward to it, and they, they I forget the exact wording they said you you got the Pouncey brothers and and Aaron Hernandez and Percy Harvin, and then on the other side you've got Tim Tebow, and I know that uh, you know Percy had some problem, but I mean lumping other guys in with Aaron Hernandez to me seems unfair, and that's not Gator goggles. Um, what, what was your what what do, what do you think about that? Is that sort of the is that the national perspective? Is that you got all these guys and Aaron Hernandez is you know at the top of the list, or, or or is he more of an outlier? I certainly think he's an outlier, but you know I, I'm 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 you know inside is that what's the opinion outside? Do you have any idea? I have no idea, <clears throat> but I know facts. Okay. When Percy Harvin was in, and, and again, Percy Harvin's, I, I, you know, I, I've run into him, always been nice to me. So, you know, you, you judge on that. But historically, remember, he was suspended in high school. So he mm-hmm. was, he was a, a recruit that, you know, had a checkered past when he came here. You know, was he a moody player here? Yes. Uh, did he sometimes uh, not play when maybe he could have as far as an injury? Perhaps. So he was a little enigmatic when he was here, but certainly when he was on the field, that spoke volumes. Yeah, fair, fair enough. And I, I'm not pooping away. I think you know my my opinion on weed is 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 more progressive, as it will, and thankfully other people are coming along with me as time goes on. But I just thought it was unfair. To, to I got Kelsey you, brothers and Percy Harvin and Aaron Hernandez. That's that just I I, I kind of took it as a shock. So anyway, all right, Stephen, Porter, thank you. Nice. Yep. 12.30, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Adam Rittenberg from ESPN is going to talk more college football with you. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. Anchored in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder or hip or back? Don't let them tell you steroids and surgery are your only options. Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. 
Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all-natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people here every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they're supposed to, and there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients here are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and drugs. If you have pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option you need to check out. And the consultation is free. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Ah, the good life. You deserve it. The pros at Electronics World can help you enjoy the good life at home in comfort with premium video and audio components from the best in the business. Sony, Yamaha, Marantz, Bryston, Rotel, Bowers & Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Whether it's a two-channel stereo system, outdoor entertainment, or a home theater room with surround sound, EW has what you need to enjoy the good life. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Secret offers, guaranteed returns, over-the-top promises that you too can make fast money. These are all red flags that you should be wary of when looking at investment opportunities. Visit Florida's Office of Financial Regulation website 24-7 to learn what questions to ask before you invest. Remember, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Visit slofr.gov to learn more. This message is sponsored by the Florida Office of Financial Regulation, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. The heat continues. A heat advisory is in effect along and west of the I-75 corridor. An excessive heat warning along and east of I-75. Highs today in the upper 90s. Heat indices in the lower 100s under mostly sunny skies. Stray afternoon showers are possible. They'll generally track from west to east. Tonight, mostly clear. Lows in the upper 70s tomorrow. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah! I think we have to differentiate from hype versus overcovered. Because the Jets are getting a, are going to get a monstrous amount of hype. The Cowboys are going to be overcovered. Cowboys are always overcovered. Correct. It's like, okay, what do we talk about? Dak's interceptions. I mean, you're not asking much out of Dak Prescott. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Corey Brewer, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Corey Brewer is the man. 
now an NBA assistant coach after a long career in the NBA. Um, my next guest uh, has been a pretty busy dude. Uh, I, I, I contacted Adam, and he said, I got a few things going, and I certainly understood. But it's good to have Adam Rittenberg here, senior writer, uh, college football for ESPN. Adam, thank you for doing this. There's so many things nationally I want to get to with you. Um, first of all, Northwestern. Uh, the, the thing about, you know, some of the coaches wearing the shirts they were wearing, you know, you're, you're here in Florida. How big a mess is that whole situation there? Yeah, it's, it's a huge mess. Um, just the, the impact that it's had and it continues to, to kind of bring up these different stories. You know, yesterday was supposed to be the first time players had spoken since the firing of head coach Pat Fitzgerald about a month ago, actually exactly a month ago today. Um, and, you know, because of the T-shirts, that became the story of, uh, why you know, why why are they wearing the t-shirts um obviously the athletic director issued a a strong um admonishment of those t-shirts but uh so it just kind of continues to 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 bubble up whether it's lawsuits or or this or um you know a lot of uncertainty about the leadership of the university it's it's uh, it's certainly been a a difficult time for that program which again had been so consistent um, and, and really had been, you know, not in the news for anything negative other than performance for years and years and years. Uh, let's go to what's happening now uh, with the ACC. Um, you know, some schools want to add, some schools don't. And boy, isn't the buzzword now, Adam, value or revenue or whatever, you know, as far as joining the league What's the latest? Do you think Stanford and those guys will be admitted to the ACC eventually? Well, it'll be interesting to see what wins out, right? Like, there's, you know, most of the schools would vote yes, um, you know, according to some of the reports and our reporting at ESPN, but not enough. And what's so interesting is that you never seemingly see an expansion vote that isn't unanimous, uh, whereas the ACC's is clearly at the margins that – the, the yeses don't have enough to push it through, but you're not going to get a unanimous, yes, we want these two schools in the league, which, again, very unusual in the history of realignment to not have a unanimous, we want to do this. I can tell you that the Big Ten, for example, um, you know, did not, it was, was, was unanimous in terms of how they presented Oregon and Washington, but there were schools that absolutely had their reservations, and some, I know at least one, absolutely did not want the, those two schools to be brought into the conference at this point. So I, I think this will be interesting to see if it, it does evolve to a point where they can vote because you don't vote unless it's going to be approved. Um, so whether Jim Phillips or the other uh, schools that do want this to happen uh, can get this uh, over the line or not, it's going to be really interesting in the next few days. Uh, if you were a betting man, Adam, and I said to you, give me the odds of either uh, one – the Mountain West taking Washington State at all and expanding, or two, the Pac-4, you know, taking the Mountain West and becoming a new Pac-whatever, where would you go with that? You know, it, it, it's tough to, to because it, it's hard to know what the market is for the, the remaining Pac-4. Yeah, they were at the table, obviously, with Apple, not long ago, um, with a with a deal that most or not not most some of the schools in the Pac-12 were certainly willing to go forward with, you know, it, provided that interest with Apple is still there, 
it's obviously not going to be the same type of payout, but would that be attractive enough to keep it together versus, you know, those two schools, especially Oregon State, Washington State, going to um, the Mountain West, which, again, you just have to look at your your whole department differently if you're going to make that move because of the revenue payouts. I mean, Washington State and Oregon State are used to having Power 5 revenue payouts in the Pac-12, um, it, it's almost like going from like the, what, you know, what's going to be the Big Ten or the SEC down to the Big 12 or the ACC. Um, that's the adjustment that Oregon State would be making or Washington State going to the Mountain West. Um, so I, I think that's why there's obviously a lot of work being done behind the scenes to see if something can be salvaged from a Pac-12 Apple standpoint that would be attractive enough to bring in new members um, and, you know, again, as, as of right now, we speak here on, on August 10th, the Pac-12 still has Power 5 status. They're still, again, as we speak right now, on track to have an automatic berth in the college football playoff for its champion beginning in 2024. Um, so if there's any way to keep that, uh, you, you know, that, that, that raises the attractiveness level of, the, of what's left of the Pac-12. The NCAA couldn't do it, but apparently the IRS can in terms of the 12th Man Foundation at Texas A&M with the NIL arm there. Um, do you see anything, Adam, nationally uh, resulting from this, or is this just the specific A&M interest here? Yeah, yeah you know, I, and again, I'm not, a, I'm not as much of an NIL expert as some of my colleagues, but my understanding is that there are some specific issues in the state of Texas that led to what happened with the, the 12th Man um, and, and its NIL involvement, but it, it could be instructive for others, uh, other situations around the country, other states, other collectives, um, as far as where this thing could, could be headed, uh, based on based on how you know ha, ha, the, the adjustments that they had to make. So, yeah, this, this is what's hard when you have different state laws uh, everywhere and collectives that are clearly trying to position their affiliated university to get ahead in the NIL game as much as possible but uh um you know that 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 one seemed to be a little bit texas specific but again could also uh be be a you know the start of a a pattern of these things around the country uh i gotta also ask this adam with the whole thing from the division one council with um uh god jackson and walker I, i was a little stunned at that i mean that that looks i think from the outside looking in kind of shallow and and i get you know, the multiple-time transfer thing. What was your take on all that? Yeah, I, I kind of get both sides of it. I mean, obviously, talking to coaches, especially Florida State, I mean, they were very uh, confident and excited about the possibility of having, you know, Daryl Jackson, um, you know, with them this year because of what he could bring to the uh, defensive front, independent of his whole, you know, story and how he got there. Um, and, you know, you know same, same deal, uh, you know, with, with North Carolina and, uh, and Walker. Um, but you know, I also covered the the kind of waiver frenzy um, back when you know Justin Fields was trying to go from Georgia to Ohio State, and it seemed like anyone who filed a waiver with the right lawyer, Tom Mars in particular, was going to get <laughs> one granted. And, and if you're on the NCAA side, that, that that was kind of like getting punched in the face over and over again. Um, and so I, I think this is again an effort for them to say, you know what, it's not the, it's not you can't just do whatever you want. You know, even if your story is compelling, even if the reasoning behind it is compelling, there are rules here, and in our interpretation of these rules, 
um, you know, th- th- this would not have qualified for, uh, you know, again, second time transfer immediate eligibility. So, you know, the NCAA is always having to look at, like, what does this mean for everybody else if we grant these? And um, while I certainly, uh, you know, feel bad for those players and those schools and wish it had gone differently, I, I also try to put myself at least in the position of, of the NCAA and what's gone on with these specific waivers and also just in the in the transfer uh, landscape in general where we're at now versus where we were not a short uh, a pretty short time ago. Adam Rittenberg, our guest, senior college football writer for ESPN. Adam, I'm going to ask you one last thing. I'm going to ask you to take out the Rittenberg crystal ball, okay? Given everything that's happened here in a short time in the college football especially landscape, uh, two, three years from now, you know, the, the Florida State could technically, I guess, get out of the ACC, although I don't think they're going to by August 15th. Is our super conferences the way this is going to eventually shake out, in your opinion? I do. I, it's a way I, I felt this uh, very strongly in the spring of 2022 when I was out at some league meetings in Arizona, and then things kind of slowed on that front. But I, I, I can't see another path forward given – the location and the uh, you know inclusion or exclusion of certain programs that we're going to go to some type of uh, you know division top division of college football. What's going to be interesting though is that it's not like you know that division will be permanent because there's going to be people that aren't part of it that are going to do everything they can to get into it. Um, now, I, I just in terms of covering the Big Ten situation and some of the other. Uh, realignment moves later if it's ultimately left up to the media partners it doesn't matter what those schools think like you're either in or out it's not always about performance like for example utah has won has won its league the last two years and has been a really darn good program but they're not going to the big 10 they're not going to the sec so are they part of the super league um you know is oklahoma state part of the super league I, i if they're not i can tell you that Mike Gundy and, 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 and all the powers around that program are going to do everything they can to be included. but uh, And that will be sort of the, the, the next phase of this your realignment situation. But I do believe, to answer your question, that we're going to get to that because um, we're in that consolidation age. I, I don't even think that you can call an 18-team, whatever the Big Ten is, a, a conference. It's not. It's too many teams. And you know, the Big 12 and the SEC are – are obviously at 16, are going to be at 16, you know, what happens when they add again? I mean, you're just getting to these conglomerates that aren't conferences. There's no intimacy. There's no real sense of connectedness. Um, and so at that point, at least in football, why not just go to a, a broadcaster-shaped system where these are the teams that are going to generate the most interest and the most branding, and they're going to play for something, and then everybody else is, is kind of figuring it out on their own. Wow. Uh, oh, wow. Um, Adam, I appreciate you. Uh, tell people where they can see your work. Yeah, you find my work at ESPN.com, especially ESPN+. Plus. Uh, I'm going to have a piece out soon uh, talking actual football. Uh, I talked to more than 20 coaches around the country to break down quarterbacks. So uh, that should be out come up real soon. And then um, more preseason content, although certainly we'll continue to cover Northwestern and realignment and obviously any of the the big news stories that have been going on but appreciate you having me on thanks and i appreciate your time adam thank you a lot adam rittenberg joining us here 
uh, senior writer for ESPN. Think about what he just said. And he's right. I'm not saying that, because if you listen to the show, you know I've been telling you super conferences were coming. And I've been telling you that for a long time, and I believed it. But the word that he used, I think, is so appropriate. No intimacy. It is, you know, the SEC, with its footprint back in the day when it was the Southeast, had an intimacy, had a, you know, a a regional flavor to it. And despite that, it became a really good you know, National League. But now look, the, the geography, the way that it is, there is no intimacy. It is a league. Does the National Football League have intimacy? It doesn't. It has divisions. It has, I mean, yes, there are rivalries, right? But the intimacy of what made college football different from the NFL, I think now has all but gone away. 1248, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll open the phone lines for you, emails as well. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Brooke tonight. In baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays and St. Louis Cardinals will play again today. Each team claimed a win in the past two games, and tonight's ballgame will determine the overall winner of the three-game series. Make sure you tune in here tonight at 6 for coverage of the game. The women's Gators soccer team will play their last exhibition match of the preseason this Saturday evening in Jacksonville versus North Florida. In NFL, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will play the Pittsburgh Steelers in their first preseason game of the 2023 season. With Baker Mayfield as the starting quarterback for the Bucs and NFL rookie Kenny Pickett starting for the Steelers. Make sure you tune in here tomorrow night at 6 for coverage of the game. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Brooke Janite. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. I had a guy after the show yesterday, a gentleman emailed me and said, I've listened to you for a long time. Do you really drive a vehicle from there? <laughs> yes, I do. If you listen, you know I don't endorse anything I don't believe in, trust, or use. And for years, I have driven a Southeast Car Agency vehicle. And I'm being just brutally honest here. Every one of them has been great for me. And the way that they go about their business, they've never tried to you know, shove a car down my throat They let me pick, they let me test drive, they let me choose, and that's the same thing they will do for you. They have a great selection of the best and late model low mileage vehicles. No new vehicles. If you're looking for that, this isn't the place to go. But for 40 plus years, the Cousins family has provided that and has sold a gazillion cars around here. Just take a look around you when you drive. You're bound to see a Southeast Car Agency tag because they have sold a ton of vehicles. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Dave Ray's Automotive. We get the bugs out of your car. 
Oh, yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of A.C. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And, of course, A.C. isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs. Mike Lester is the founder of Talon Wealth. I can't believe how much attention Talon's advertising has been receiving. All I said was, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity, and nobody should sell you an annuity either. So here's the thing. I was a very successful annuity salesperson back in the day, but I evolved as a financial advisor, as a fiduciary. I just don't know how, as a fiduciary, you can promote products that pay you a commission before your clients make a dime. So all of you out there pushing and selling annuities to your clients, explain to them who's paying for your radio advertisements, who's producing your radio show. After you answer those questions, then explain to me why I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. That's all there is to it. Mike, you pay for all of our advertising. I produce our radio stuff and I work for Talon Wealth. That's right, Christian. We don't have to sell annuities to provide income to people in retirement. More at guardingyournestegg.com. Advisory services through Talon Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Florida License D056341. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Coach Steve Spurrier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Mark says, I agree with a previous emailer who mentioned Mullen was excusing his inferior recruiting when compared to Napier by bringing up the new standalone football facility. Did you get the same vibe? Um, No. But I can see how somebody would. But I do think he's right. I mean, you, you can't have it both ways. If you're going to, you know, before that thing was built, 
if you're if everybody's telling everybody that they got to have that facility, you got to have that facility, keep up with the Joneses, keep up with the Joneses, well, then you need it, obviously, right? And you should do better when you have it. So, yeah, I mean, you, I, I see, though, what, you, what, what somebody could say. Let's open the phone lines. Let me ask this, and I've asked this in several different ways. It's three weeks out now until Florida plays. Um, I was talking to my buddy Shane Matthews yesterday, and uh, he was predicting eight wins. I think now he's even said nine. If you've listened here, I've also said eight. It's possible. I didn't say eight. But remember, you know, he is part of the network. He sees things that, you know, he can go to practice, like, you know, more so than I can, any anybody else in the media can. Um, so we'll see. Has your thought process changed here? 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. Steven says, Phil Mickelson has bet over a billion dollars, just sickening on a few levels. Um, you know, I've always kind of been live and let live. If you got the money, you can do with it what you want, right? Now, if I had that much money, would I bet a billion? No. Not and not, no. But, man, that is a little different. Um, Russell says, um, he sent me something per ESPN. Florida's chance to win at Utah is 29.7%. Against Tennessee, 52%. At Kentucky, 48%. This is interesting. At South Carolina, 59%. That's on the road. And you know Carolina's going to be waiting for Florida after the pasting they took here last year. Georgia is 14%. At LSU is 18%. And then at Florida State, or versus Florida State, 50%. So... This is, a, this is a team, and this is what's weird about odds, okay? F Florida State, for some people, is a team that would be in, in, the, uh, in the playoff. But the game's here. Remember, the game at LSU and Georgia is neutral. So, yeah. Look how many of those swing games there are, right? Kentucky, 48. Tennessee, 51, that sort of thing. You you win those, as I've been saying, and you win a few more. Daryl is drinking the Matthews Kool-Aid. He sees eight or nine wins. I think what's going to have to happen here, though, is that young players, and, and look, Napier said it, young players are going to have to step up and perform well. If you heard... Jalen Kimber yesterday talk, I think it was him, who said uh, Florida has some real deal wide receivers. A lot of those wide receivers are young, but they have speed. And you can't coach speed. Now, you know, and I think with the coach they have over there, a proven 
wide receivers coach who has always had the mantra, if you don't block, you don't play, Billy Gonzalez. I think that's going to be a well-coached-up group. So we'll see. Uh, And I hope uh, next hour, because this is going to be us, if there's something I'm not bringing up today, you can. But again, it's three weeks from today. Hope it goes by fast. That This is the worst time of the year for me. You know, in June, in July, you can say, ah, it's, you know, way off. Well, now it's so close you can sort of touch it, and yet it's far away. Uh, but we'll get there and see what that does. That is our first hour. Our thanks to Dan Mullen. Our thanks to Adam Rittenberg from ESPN. Hour two coming up. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. International Diamond Centers giving you relief from rising prices with two incredible offers going on right now. Offer number one, an instant 20% savings on all wedding bands. You heard it right. Now, for a limited time, get our best price ever on all wedding bands. 20% off across the board. Now that's price relief. Or if you prefer, you can take advantage of offer number two. Zero interest financing for 36 months on any purchase. And IDC will even cover your first two payments. This incredible finance option is for everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets, exquisite designer jewelry, even certified diamonds. Pick any item. Spread your payments over three years with zero interest. And as a bonus, IDC will even cover your first two payments. So you can save big on wedding bands. Or go take advantage of this incredible zero-rate finance offer. Whichever you choose, you can't lose. During IDC's Summer of Savings event. Now through the end of August. Only at International Diamond Center. At Celebration Point. On approved credit, some product restrictions apply. See store for details. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. New sneakers, fresh backpack, three spiral-bound notebooks, check, 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 and the feeling of knowing you're ready to take on the challenge. I got this. Now that's empowering. Let Radiant Credit Union empower you with 5,000 bonus points when you spend $100 during the first 45 days of opening a credit card with us. But hurry, this offer ends August 31st. Visit radiantcu.org empowering to get started. Federally insured by NCUA. We are going to Dublin at the end of August. I got to work on my Irish accent. Seton has been giving us a tutorial on our Irish accent. That's right, Dan! <laughs> this is going to be my new accent! Seems a little over the top. 
You know what's subtle is Keeper's Heart, the world's first Irish and American whiskey brought together. Kind of like us going to Ireland. It's smoother no. than the other side of a spoon, Dan! It's so good. In fact, their 10-year-old whiskey was recently named World's Best Irish Whiskey by the Tasting Alliance. Based on the awards, it continues to bring home. It's unlike anything else the world has ever tasted before. It's the best possible way. Keeper's Heart brings the boldness of American whiskey and the smoothness of Irish whiskey to create a new experience worthy of the record books. Ah. Uh, you can't spell Messiah without Messy Dan! This is the Messy of Irish whiskey! Once again, it's Keeper's Heart. Drink responsibly. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. <laughs> Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Thursday. My main man, Ailey, is going to be our producer today. All right. Up to you. Call us up. Whatever is on your mind in sports, 392-8255. You can also email the program, uh, Russell at WRUF.com. Let me throw this out. If you heard what Adam Rittenberg said, um, it's been um, kind of beaten on me here uh, about what he said, and he's right, that there is no intimacy anymore um, in leagues because of you know all this expansion does that bother you as a fan does that bother you it does me a little bit and, and look I understand that things change I get it but I still think the game is as popular as it's ever been. But it is a little sad that you don't have the regionalization because college football is rapidly becoming the NFL. And when there are super conferences, it will be more or less the NFL. I want to get your thoughts about that. Also, when it comes to Gator football predictions, you thinking better? Most people are now. Um, by the way, speaking of Netflix, we talked about the, the uh, Swamp Kings. How about the Manziel series? Um, Johnny Football. It's what you don't see in, in athletics, um, this is what Manziel said after being drafted by Cleveland. Didn't take me very long to be in Cleveland to find out that I wasn't happy. Okay? I had every single thing I could have ever wanted, money, fame, first-round draft pick, battling for a starting quarterback position. And when I got everything I wanted, I think I was the most empty I've ever felt inside. Think of that. Think of that. You should be on top of the world. And instead, there. 
he would call his agent and tell him football wasn't fun anymore. And he didn't watch film. I mean, he just thought he'd go out there and play. Um, that's it. He said he watched, quote, zero, unquote, film. Zero. And he said he would sit in his condo, only place he could get away from everything. Um, he felt empty. He went from one fishbowl city to another, wanted nothing to do with football. I wanted nothing to do with stepping on the field. And I had bigger issues in my life than being able to go out and play free-spirited, flowing football. Just think of that. And he played, as a starter, a grand total of eight games. And he was two and six. He went from having everything to almost nothing. Pretty, pretty good. I mean, that, 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 that's why you, you just never know what is going to happen. You just, you just don't. Uh, okay, Andrew. Former Alabama offensive lineman Damian George said the talent level that Florida Auburn's the same. Is that close to possible? Uh, people were saying that depth is the problem. Yeah, I think I, I think some. I mean, look what he's been. He's been with both programs. It seems a bit ludicrous to me that the talent level at Florida at this juncture would be the same as it is at Alabama. I, I don't believe that. But do I think it's getting there? Yes, I do. The problem here is going to be, folks, a lot of the talent is young. And that is going to be the big issue. You know, will, are, do, will some of those young players play more like veterans? And don't forget today, they are scrimmaging. At least they're scheduled to. So tomorrow, Billy Napier uh, will talk to us uh, in a presser at 12.30. And again, Utah's play-by-play voice with us tomorrow. Uh, so you get to know a little bit about the Utes. And we are hoping to have uh, Kyle Whittingham on the Utah coach sometime next week if we can um, make that happen. All right, I got some emails here, but it's going to be a long hour. We're not doing a show Monday, by the way. We will do a show today and tomorrow. How about Anthony Richardson? Going to start the preseason opener. Um, and you know what? The coach, Coach Steichen, common sense. Quote, I just want to see where he's at. Get him out there. Been doing a nice job. Let's get him out there with the guys and go from there. Uh, he says he expects the starters to play roughly a quarter. They play, I believe, at Buffalo. I think it is. Um, so, guess what? He said when he was told, can you see him? I mean, he had a big, wide smile. He said, first NFL experience. I'm so excited. I knew he was going to play uh, regardless, so I wasn't really stressing whether I was going to start. I knew I was going to get my reps. I'm excited about going out there first. It lets me know where I'm at. So I'm definitely excited to go against a different opponent. 
unquote. Cool for him. Cool for him. And I hope, look, you can say what you want about him here. And you heard Dan Mullen earlier say that they knew when he matured, got playing time, etc. He is still a raw work in progress. But he's got the right coach. There, there is no question in my mind. Some afternoon baseball today. Baltimore has not been swept in a series all year. All year. Imagine that. They could be today by the Houston Astros. That game is tied at one in the second. The Braves are in Pittsburgh. Pirates have given them trouble. The Braves have won, but been very contested games. Braves up early, 2-0 in the third. At Detroit, they're just underway, scoreless. And in Cleveland, they are just underway uh, and scoreless. So we'll keep you updated on afternoon baseball as well because, obviously, we're not getting much here. Um, at least in terms of callers. Bill says, have you watched any of the Little League World Series? And if so, uh, is that something? It, it's a, Part of what I do with that, yes, I watch a little bit of it because it's on at a great time. What else is going on, right? The, the, the NFL is just starting its preseason, you know, MLB and all that. But it's great, uh, and, and it's fun. It's fun to watch it. Um, it's going to be interesting, too, uh, with Anthony Richardson. I don't know with him if he ha- – I think it, I really do think what Stryken said is, is what they believe. What, what's he going to do? We, we just want to see how he handles himself. And I think that's good. Um, Jerry Palm, know him? CBSSports.com. He uh, has come out with his bowl predictions. Yeah. And I'll tell you where he thinks Florida is. His top four, ready for this? Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Alabama, and Ohio State. Well, that tells me that Michigan or Alabama will have one loss because obviously they play each other. Um, What do you think the top four will be? Also, for his New Year's Day, his New Year's Six Bowl games, In the Fiesta, USC against, ready for this, Boise State. The Orange? You're kidding. You're kidding. FSU, LSU? Come on. Can't have that again, can you? Peach Bowl at Atlanta, Clemson and Texas. And the Cotton? Penn State and Kansas State. B 
be thinking about where you might think he would have Florida in a bowl game. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Alex Washburn. The Tampa Bay Rays are in action tonight as they finish up a series with St. Louis Cardinals. Right-hander Zach Littell is expected to start on the mound for the Rays, who hope to win the series. Coverage of the game starts right here at 6. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers' first preseason game against the Pittsburgh Steelers begins tomorrow as the post-Tom Brady era begins. Baker Mayfield will get the start at quarterback, while Kyle Trask will start next week at the New York Jets. Coverage of the game tomorrow will start at 6. Lidl Messi and Inter Miami continue their magical League's Cup run tomorrow. After defeating FC Dallas in a penalty shootout, Miami will welcome Charlotte FC for their quarterfinal matchup. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Alex Washburn. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, Steve Russell here. I want to tell you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Have you lost Florida Medicaid? At healthcare.gov, you can find a low-cost, quality health plan. Do plans cover doctor visits? What about emergency care? And prescriptions? All covered and more. Plus, with the new law, four out of five customers can find a plan for $10 or less per month with financial help. Healthcare.gov is here for you. Enroll today for coverage starting the first of next month. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Mike Lester is the founder of Talon Wealth. I can't believe how much attention Talon's advertising has been receiving. All I said was, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity, and nobody should sell you an annuity either. So here's the thing. I was a very successful annuity salesperson back in the day, but I evolved. 
as a financial advisor, as a fiduciary. I just don't know how, as a fiduciary, you can promote products that pay you a commission before your clients make a dime. So all of you out there pushing and selling annuities to your clients, explain to them who's paying for your radio advertisements, who's producing your radio show. After you answer those questions, then explain to me why I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. That's all there is to it. Mike, you pay for all of our advertising. I produce our radio stuff and I work for Talon Wealth. That's right, Christian. We don't have to sell annuities to provide income to people in retirement. More at guardingyournestegg.com. Advisory services through Talon Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Florida License D056341. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Email of the day comes from Peyton. Says, careful, Steve. We're saying the Orioles could lose to the Astros. Wouldn't want Orioles ownership to suspend you indefinitely. And if you... Don't know what I mean, Google it, because the Orioles announcer, Kevin Brown, has been suspended for doing what he's supposed to do. But, yeah, that's pretty cool, Peyton. Um, Boss J says, uh, big Dolphins fan, who do you think is going to take the AFC East? It's a good question. I mean, if, if the Patriots are the worst team in the division – I wouldn't want to play them with Bill Belichick. Um, I think Buffalo still has the best talent. So I, but I think they're fragile. I think if if it starts going south for them, but but I'd still say Buffalo. I'd love to say the Jets, but until they prove it, then I'm not going to ever say the Jets. Lucas says, what's your swing game on the Gators' schedule since you asked us yesterday? To me, it's Kentucky on the road, the Vols at home. I agree. I agree. You, you win those and you win the other games you're favored to win, you've got a pretty good chance at a decent year and something to build on for next year. Uh, okay. Jerry Palm. His bowl predictions. Citrus Bowl. Believe it or not, Wisconsin. Coach Fickle getting Wisconsin off the mat to play Tennessee January 1. In the ReliaQuest Bowl in Tampa January 1, Iowa, Iowa always comes here. Iowa's always in a bowl in Florida. To play Texas A&M. So he predicts a bounce back season for the Aggies. In the Music City Bowl, former Gator coach Mike Loxley's Maryland Terrapins against Arkansas. In the Liberty Bowl, Texas Tech playing Kentucky. In Memphis, 
The Gator Bowl would have Miami against Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss in Jacksonville. Give you some of the rest of them as well. But we'll get uh, a call or two first. That's Steve. Steve, hello. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. Um, I, uh, on your question of realignment, I had hoped that there might be some kind of realignment to maybe make the conferences more equal, to, to use that term. But I'm kind of sorry to see how it turned out ultimately. And, and I guess particularly when USC and UCLA left the Pac, Pac-12, um, it just didn't make sense to me, both geographically and then just, just you hate to see that tradition go, uh, the potential impact on the Rose Bowl now, particularly since other teams have left. So I um, I just really see that as being something that I, I see it harming the long-term traditions of college football, and I'm not sure that's the, the greatest for the, the game. I hear you, and in the short term, I agree with you, Steve but I'm a history guy too, okay? I've, I've gone through this before when, you know, the Pac-8, the Big 8, the, they disappeared too, right? And the world kept spinning. The world's going to keep spinning here. But I get it because you, you are eroding more tradition. You are eroding more rivalries that are going to go by the wayside now because of, you know, expansion and not expansion, but of of realignment. So, yes, you you are chipping away at longstanding traditions. But, you know, things change. And hopefully out of this, more traditions get built up so that fans will be able to better appreciate what's coming down the pike here. Right. Thanks, Steve. Um, do I have time for one more question yeah, on, on the Gators? Um, uh-huh. As far as the offensive line for this year, I, I think that that's going to be one of the, the key parts about whether they're what level of success they'll have. Um, from from I know there's some guys coming back from injury and all, but what do you see as far as the outlook for the O-line this year? Uh, I, I think you're, you're spot on in terms of uh, injury. They can't afford this. Not a, in my opinion, it's not a very deep group yet. You know, most offensive line coaches, if if you cross train, right, can get by. You know, with eight guys, if you stay healthy. You know, with those eight guys, um, I think most coaches would love to have a two deep. You know, that they could rely on. But yeah, I, I don't. They've got to stay healthy. I think the group can be pretty good, and I think it'll serve the running game well, and I think they'll protect Mertz for the most part, or whoever the quarterback is, um, but they've got to stay healthy. There's, they just don't have a lot of quality depth built up there yet. Um, you know, if a weights goes down or, you know, somebody, or, you know, somebody like that, Leonard, that's, that, that's not, that's not going to bode well. All right, thanks a lot, Steve, as always. Okay, thank you, Steve, for your call. 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. <clears throat> Certainly glad to take your calls. Um, and uh, let's see here. Let's continue since we don't get any, we don't have any calls. We'll continue with the Jerry Palm projected bowls. I'm including Oklahoma. 
because the Alamo Bowl, and they will play Washington. Okay? No Florida yet. The Texas Bowl, December 27th, South Carolina and TCU. Now, this is interesting. In the Holiday Bowl, he has Utah there. That means that's not going to be a great year for Utah playing Pittsburgh. The Dukes Mayo Bowl in Charlotte, Auburn, and North Carolina. Still no Florida. Now you're looking at the Armed Forces Bowl, December 23rd, UCF from the Big 12 playing Appalachian State. Uh, Birmingham Bowl, December 23rd, Mississippi State, Wake Forest. Florida is projected to not be in a bowl game. Think of that. That's Jerry Palm. And he's pretty good, generally. I, I forgot Missouri in the Independence Bowl on the 16th with Tulane. So I'm doing this at first blush here. So um, we'll see. Swamp Train, I'll get right to you. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes. Chillery ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Oh yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Everybody's friendly. You know, you walk into some places and you can tell who's having a bad day. Not here. It's like everybody's having a good day. Every day. Expect the unexpected. I thought I had the worst dental problems that anyone could have. Not so. Uh, once it, once we got into the procedures and, and he explained everything that was going to be done, my problems seemed few. If you have any type of hang-ups or fears, anxiety about going to the dentist, which most people probably do, I can assure you, especially from my experience, that they'll relax you. 
enough to where you don't have those fears or anxieties. And that's been the greatest part of, of being here. And that's why I continue to stay here. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez. And if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. The heat continues. A heat advisory is in effect along and west of the I-75 corridor. An excessive heat warning along and east of I-75. Highs today in the upper 90s. Heat indices in the lower 100s under mostly sunny skies. Stray afternoon showers are possible. They'll generally track from west to east. Tonight, mostly clear. Lows in the upper 70s tomorrow. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This is the Swamp. Snap back, looking left. Throws. This is Gators head football coach Billy Napier. Join Sean Kelly and the rest of the broadcast team as they bring you Gator football all season long. 15, 10, to the house, touchdown, Gators! On your home for Florida football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Their season's right around the corner. One final exhibition, and then the start of the regular season for Coach Bohan's team. All right, let's get some phone calls on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Swamp Train, what's happening? Steve, the Dean of Sports, how you doing, my man? I'm doing well, man. Man, I tell you what, I'm out here on I-75. I got the Gator magnets, the flags all across the semi-truck, and causing all kind of CB chatter going on every time I pass them, Steve. I'm letting them know it's coming like a freight train down the road, baby. You well, know? let's I, hope so. I know it, ma'am. I got to turn my CB off with every, every three seconds. Somebody chatting about me, but it is what it is. But I tell you what, Steve, uh, real quick, man, if you could touch on uh, the running backs over at uh, Utah and uh, their wide receiver core and uh, their defense. I don't know what they lost on defense, but if you could touch on that, man, I appreciate that. Me and my buddies want to hear about it. I can, um, but if you can listen tomorrow, I will have a much more credible source because their play-by-play voice is going to come on tomorrow right at the top of the show. So – He'll, he'll he'll give you everything. I, I can't a little bit. I can give you a, you know a thumbnail of who they have uh-huh. back, but he can give you specifics. You know who's hurt, who's not. Rising update with the quarterback situation. So uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm having him on tomorrow to, to do just that because it's getting close. Three weeks from today. 
Yeah, I'm okay, man. We'll tune in tomorrow. We appreciate that. I guess we're just a step ahead. <laughs> yeah, but you'll get them tomorrow. Ten, folks. Thank you, buddy. Okay, Swanson. Good hearing from you, man. Be safe. Uh, let's get to Brian here. Hi, Brian. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. Hey, um, I called you the other day. First of all, I want to say I, I just I moved up here to Michigan from um, from Ocala about November. Everybody thinks I'm crazy because I'm counting down the football season. <laughs> it's, 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 so, it's so different. It's so different up here with college football. It's so different. Um, and that, one thing I wanted to ask you two questions is: when this college playoff starts, what happens with the bowl? And another question is: uh, I called you about the Title Nine the other day, but what? Notre Dame doesn't do the Title Nine, do they? I don't know. Right? So I don't know the answer to that. They just. They just take the revenue in for their football, then all their other sports get money from the ACC. Well, I still right? think they're under the Title IX umbrella. I think they have to abide okay, by gotcha. that. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And then what was your other question? I'm sorry. The bowls? Uh, about the bowls. What happens to all these bowls once the playoff system starts? Uh, they'll still be bowls, but obviously, with, and then I think they're going to be incorporated into the bowl system. Oh, okay. Like they are now. Like they are now. I mean, they're still, if you look at, you know, the, the bowls coming up, the championship game is this bowl, is that bowl. I think that's going to be the same way. I got you. And one more question. Um, are y'all going to have Moulton and Miller on, uh, on WRUF? I uh, don't know. We'll talk soon. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not the programmer, so you, I don't, I, you, I don't know. Okay. All right. Okay. Have a good day. All right. Thank you, Brian. Uh, let's get to J.D. here. J.D., hello. Hey, Steve. Listen with interest to uh, your your Jerry Palm uh, article there. Uh, I guess that just shows the sentiment uh, of which the, the Gators are held in the in the uh, national media. I don't know whether Palm, what he's using for, for making those predictions, whether he's using Vegas odds or whatever. But here's what I'd like for you to and, – and I guess in listening to that, Steve, it was Florida and Vanderbilt were the two – SEC schools that were not in a bowl, according to yep. Jerry Palm. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, what I'd like for you to do is fold that up and keep it, because I'm going to call you and ask you to pull it out on about December, the whenever they do the bowl announcements. It, maybe it's late November, early December. I'm not. I can't. I can't remember the date when they assign all the bowls. But I'm going to call you and ask you to pull that out and just. You, you said Jerry Palm's usually pretty good. We'll just see how good he is. Yeah, I mean, and again, a lot can happen between obviously now well, obviously. and then. Uh, you know, who's hurt? Uh, does a quarterback go down? All of that. Um, and he, there's a couple in there that were head scratchers to me. Um, he ha- he's got Utah, I think, valued pretty low. Um, in my opinion. Uh, got a couple of other schools in there that I think he has valued pretty highly, but that if you if you go to that website, he literally changes that you know week to week, obviously based on you know who wins and who loses, uh, and even the top four changes because again of you know winning and losing. So I mean it's it's fun to look at it at the start. It's like when you look at Major League Baseball and you pick the division winners at the beginning of the year and then at the end of the year it's like, oh, they didn't they didn't win. I mean, it's it's fun to do. Yeah, I know. 
uh, I'm just sitting here, uh, I, you know, I, I probably view it like every other Gator does. It's a snub. <laughs> you got Auburn playing North Carolina. You got Auburn, Missouri, and uh, who was the Mississippi State with a new coach. I, I, uh, okay. All right, Jerry. Well, let's, like I said, we'll, we'll fool it out at the end of the year and see how close he came. Uh, and, and again, I guess you got to look at it in a positive. I take a positive from it because everybody, it looks like everybody nationally has just poo pooed the Gators. So I think that's probably a pretty good position to start off in. Yeah, uh, I, I think yeah. you, a lot of people that do this look at schedule, right? Yeah. And I don't know well, Mississippi yeah. State's schedule. I don't know Auburn's schedule. But I think a lot of what goes into that is, you know, who you're playing. Look at look at Florida next year, right? Miami comes on the schedule. UCF comes on the schedule. And I said this earlier. Those are – it isn't like you're playing, you know, Clemson and, uh, I don't know, you know, Michigan, right? Those are good teams – but their teams, Florida, can beat because they're in the you know UCF. God bless them. Go to the Big Twelve, but they're not you know elite. And Miami is in, in a similar place as to what Florida's at. So yes, their name says it's tougher than playing you know McNeese State. I get that, but are you telling me you can't win those games? You sure as hell can. Yeah, absolutely. And and I, I think you alluded to it a little earlier in the show, Steve. Uh, when you were, I think we, you were going through those uh, odds. I mean, a lot of those games that we play are essentially toss-ups. Yes. Uh, uh, and uh, you know, a lot of a lot can happen. I mean, you know, who knows if we if we <laughs> we we got a new quarterback, but what if he gets hurt? I mean, you know, there's all there's all kinds of things that that can happen. But but essentially, the odds makers are saying many of our our games are are, are toss-ups. Other than Georgia and LSU, I think were the two, weren't they, Steve? That were there's were, there's Florida State at fifty, Missouri at fifty eight, South Carolina at fifty nine, Kentucky at forty eight, and Tennessee at fifty two. So yeah, those are all within that range. Yeah, there you go. So you know we win three or four of those and lose one or two. I mean, we're 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 cooking, getting ready going into next year, and yeah, I think you, I, I think you said that. So. I did. I'm not anyway. great at math, but I've been saying that since June. That if yeah. you win swing games, which are certainly winnable games, that's the difference between you know having a positive uh, season and a, a, a kind of a positive outlook to next year versus if you lose those swing games and you don't upset somebody. Now you know you're looking at not so good stuff. Yeah, and and Steve, one thing that really really worries me, uh, one of the callers called in yesterday about about special things. One that really really worries me is if we get in one of these tight games, close games, and we got to make a field goal, a forty yard field goal, you know, with time expiring, that that worries me, Steve. I don't know, I don't know if we got anybody, and 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 you know, the recruiting has been really really good here, uh, except I haven't seen a I haven't seen a kicker show up, so. You know, hopefully that gets that gets covered, but uh, that's a, that's a big concern for me anyway. So, okay, thanks, Steve. Yep, JD, thank you. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hello. Hey there, Steve. I'm here. Thought you might be going to a break. Hey, Steve, you've got a constable question for you playing off Palm, and a question about Aaron Rodgers for you. Oh God. Okay. Okay. 
Hey, um, I'm a huge Jerry Palm fan, Steve, as I know you are, most people are. I don't. I mean, I don't have anything against Lenardi, but I've heard that Lenardi gets inside dope, like fed directly from the NCAA, a preview of the bracket. Have you ever heard that before from people you know? I have heard that. I don't know that anybody's proved it. Yeah, okay. I've just heard that, you know, well, like I just said, that yeah. Lenardi gets inside right. dope. right. Yeah, okay. Hey, Steve, let's say uh, Palm's right in the betting market. Say it's going to be Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan. Think, I mean, we'd watch, of course, but think how awful that would be in general because you're looking at an Ohio State-Michigan game there at the end of the season, of course. I guess they couldn't meet in a Big Ten championship game because they're still on the same side of the deal. But you could be looking at a Bama-Georgia SEC championship game turning right around. I would assume they would scramble it up. But that'd be wouldn't that be kind of anticlimactic almost if we got to watch the same four teams play two or three football games in a month time frame? I think it would be to the casual football fan. Yes, um, I think the ones that are really into football are going to watch it because it's for a championship or there's an SEC team in it or whatever the reason might be. But, yeah, to the casual fan, it might be, well, I've seen this, so I'm not going to watch it. I think it would be good for the sport if USC has a big year because, you know, it seems like college football has almost turned into a southern sport, and um, we'll see about that. But when you cut off everything west of Oklahoma City, kind of, I would wonder about the TV ratings. Well, think of, think of if he's right, right, you've got two teams and two conferences. That's it. I mean, would you want to spread the wealth ideally to, you know, make it more regional to where, you know, other parts of the country might be more interested because there's a team in their league? Yes, but you you know where the power is. Yeah. All right, Steve, one more question. Aaron Rodgers real quick. Mm -hmm. I was watching the show that will remain nameless, and I was looking at Aaron (laughs) Rodgers. He's the star of the show, but um, uh, uh, he's going to turn 40 in early December. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here looking at it. We, I mean, uh, Tom Brady, of course, he's crazy. What did he win a Super Bowl at? 43 or so, give or take? yeah. Okay. What do you figure in a good – I mean, I have a hard time imagining the Jets get three good years out of Aaron Rodgers. Two. Yeah, and do you think that's doable, no trouble? No. No, not at all. Because you, you just said no trouble. Uh, the, the Jets – what, what I think has happened, and I understand it, they have upgraded from a, t- from a talent standpoint. There's no question. And Aaron Rodgers is light years better than any quarterback the Jets had on their roster. But is this the Aaron Rodgers that has won MVPs? Or is this going to be a declining Aaron Rodgers? He doesn't seem to be declining to me. So I think you, the Jets, if, if it's Super Bowl or bust for them, in my opinion, Mike, they have a two-year window. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, Steve. Joe Montana with the uh, Chiefs or whatever. How many quarterbacks have played championship-level football after 40 outside of Tom Brady? What if he takes a helmet in the back week five after all that bad blood all of a sudden showing up with Sean Payton? It just seems like everybody's assuming this is going to be a lights-out success and here go to the Jets to the Super Bowl, not even counting the Bills. And then, then I'm telling you this, Steve, uh, uh, Wilson's looking awesome. Early in camp, you, right. you got to. I mean, what about that? I think that's because of Aaron Rodgers, and I think that's also because I think, and I don't know this, but I can tell you from talking to somebody with the Jets that he's got his head on right, 
and that you know he doesn't have the ego he had. He he had a, he got a large dose of comeuppance last year, and he's really been receptive to Aaron Rodgers and helping him, and he's become better because of it. Our last question, Steve. Is there where we could see a trade on Zach Wilson out of the blue? For like, think how many bums are starting around the NFL. Could there be some NFL general manager saying, let's just go get Zach Wilson? Uh, no, not at this point where the quarterback structure is. I don't see that. Um, because, first of all, what would the compensation be? Uh, who would the Jets – you're going to have to have somebody reliable – to back up Aaron Rodgers if he's in fact if he gets hurt, so I don't I don't see that. Hang in there, Steve. Okay, thank you, Mike. One forty six time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment coming up. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Alex Washburn. The Tampa Bay Rays are in action tonight as they wrap up their series against the St. Louis Cardinals. With both teams splitting the first two games, Rays pitcher Zach Littell looks to get the series win tonight. Coverage of the game starts right here at 6. National League leaders Atlanta Braves are also finishing up a four-game series at the Pittsburgh Pirates tonight. The Braves look to maintain their 10.5-game lead in their division. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers' first preseason game against the Pittsburgh Steelers begins tomorrow. Baker Mayfield will get the start at quarterback, while Kyle Trask will start next week at the New York Jets. Coverage of the game will start tomorrow at 6. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Alex Washburn. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 
That's 800-513-1652. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at ClearSound audiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. Clear Sound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Hey Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit M gainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. I don't know how many of you know this, but that's the guess who there with no time. In that group was one Randy Bachman, later on left to form Bachman-Turner Overdrive. Welcome back. Uh, Tomorrow on the show, uh, Bill Riley, the play-by-play voice of Utah football, will join us right at the top of the show. And then uh, Billy Napier will uh, talk about the scrimmage today. Uh, We'll carry his presser live tomorrow at about 1230. Uh, Bernard, hello. Steve, how you doing? Steve, I've been out of pocket there for a while, so I want to try to catch up. I know that I read on one of the sites that uh, Corey Brewer, Torrin Green, Lee Humphrey, was in this TBT basketball tournament. I know they crowned the champion last Friday night. How did they do? Did they lose their first game? Yes, they lost their first game. Yep. Okay. Second thing, Steve, you've been talking about being failure and disappointment, and and this is what I want to say. Leon Wong finished second to Simone Biles this past week in Chicago. It is my feeling, Steve. I know we treat, I'm a father of two daughters. We treat our girls different from boys. I think, and we had Trinity Thomas, a, a much acclaimed gymnast. I think that Jenny Rowland, and when you have someone the talent of a Trinity Thomas for five years and all that talent, and you don't come away with one championship, I know you finish up. It's not a failure, but it's a disappointment. And you talk about dominant athletes, Steve. In my opinion, Lauren Hager, who played softball at Florida on the back-to-back softball team, first picking the pitcher, was as dominant in her sport as any athlete, male or female, at the University of Florida. And I will put over uh, Trinity Thomas. Last point, Steve, you talked with a young lady who graduated from the School of Journalism that I found in Madison, Wisconsin, and said that uh, Merce does a good job until he feels pressure. My question to you is this, is twofold. Do you think in preparing for Florida, Utah defensive coach is going to go and look at 
his film is Wisconsin and see what gave him problem. And on the other hand, do you think that Florida's coaching staff will also look at that and see if they come with that, here's a counter. What are your thoughts on that? Both. Both. I mean, there's always – look, I I think sometimes, Bernard, when when a a fan sees pressure, right, well, Mm -hmm. the quarterback – it starts at the line of scrimmage, right? Mm-hmm. What's the quarterback see defensively? What's his hot read? What if this guy – well, first of all, if you don't recognize it, that's what defensive coordinators get paid for, right? If, mm-hmm. if you come mm-hmm. off the – if you blitz off the corner and you don't recognize it, well, then you're in trouble, right? So mm-hmm. for every ying, there's a yang. But the bottom line is if, if you've got some people rushing you and they're in your face – well, how do you perform? And there are statistics now for everything. And I'm, I don't know what they are, but let me throw this out. Um, you know, uh, a quarterback completes 66% of his passes when he's not blitzed and 55% of his passes when he is. Well, that, that I, you know, a defensive guy sees that too. So that's all, that all washes in when you start throwing everything into the hopper. But, you know, this is the thing. The great ones, they make those plays when they're blitz. That's why, they, that's why they're that's why great, and that's why they make the big money. Do you? And I, I guess I would say that to you, you know, and I, I'm hoping that uh, – I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping for good things from uh, Graham Murphy. Hopefully we can win eight or nine games. I think you have to be realistic. Steve, you have a great day. Okay. Renard, thank you. Uh, Andrew says, you think anybody – from the new Big Ten teams would transfer to avoid playing in the snow or have no interest in traveling to fly all over the country. I don't know that a player is going to transfer because of snow. I've never heard of that. Now, have you ever heard of a kid go, you know, I chose Florida because I don't want to play in the snow. I've never heard of that. Um, and then as far as, you know, flying all over the place, you, you, you're going to have to do that a little bit now in the SEC if you're Florida. And, you know, I've w- when Florida played Texas Tech a few years ago in a regional, we flew. So, I mean, that's going to be a reality. Got to fly to Oklahoma, got to fly to Texas. Granted, you're not going to have to fly from New Jersey to Oregon, but you're talking an hour, you know, maybe – difference hour and a half difference is that going to dissuade and you're not doing that every week either it is a factor don't get me wrong Andrew but I don't know it's one that is going to dissuade somebody from playing in a uh, particular league Uh, don't forget later on Rays and Cardinals tonight tomorrow we'll have the Bucks and the Steelers both those games begin at 6 p.m. And, uh, boy, I'm not looking forward to Sunday night because the Braves play the Mets here. That could be a – you see Pete Alonzo hitting home runs again? The Mets had a starting lineup yesterday, a starting lineup. No hitter was hitting above 260. I want you to think of that. No hitter – in the entire starting lineup, was hitting over 260. 
That's stunning to me. Go all the way back to 1968, the year of the pitcher. Carl Yastrzemski wins the batting title hitting 301. He's the only guy who hit over 300, but there were other guys who hit 280. Or That's how the game's changed. It, it was embarrassing. Not If you hit 220, it was embarrassing then. Now, who cares if you hit 40 homers? Kyle Schwarber, typical example, right? That's how the game has changed. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just how the game has changed. But did you ever think you'd see a starting lineup offensively that didn't have a hitter hitting above 260? And that's what the Mets did. And that included Alonzo, Francisco Lindor, you know, Nimmo, people like that, all McNeil, are just having down offensive years. That's just how it is. That's how it is for our show today. We're done. Our thanks to ESPN's college football writer, Adam Rittenberg. Really good interview with him. And former Gator coach and now ESPN football analyst, Dan Mullen, being here. Again tomorrow, top of the show, Bill Riley, the play-by-play voice of Utah football. Billy Napier will talk about his team scrimmage at 1230. There's going to be no show on Monday, so we'll talk more sports tomorrow with you. Thanks to Ailey for producing. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm Steve Russell, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.